More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, your Catholic home. Parenting is a tough job and being a Catholic parent's even tougher. You got parenting questions? We're going to help you find grace-filled answers. 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Uh, Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical, theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, your Catholic home, that's H-O-M, it stands for Households on Mission. We talk about that more throughout the program, but we're taking your calls about parenting today on More to Life. Let's face it, you know, parenting is a tough job. Being a Catholic parent is even tougher If you've got questions about parenting, whether you've got infants and toddlers or school-aged kids, teens or adult kids, we never stop parenting and we never stop worrying. Let us help. Give us a call, 877-573-7825, and ask your questions about parenting your kids at every age and stage and how you can create a more faithful, loving connected and caring Catholic family life. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. You know, this is for any parent in any situation, whether you're thinking about having children and thinking, can we do this in this present world, in the craziness of everything's going on? We... We want to have children, but we're terrified. How do we start out right? All the way through to how in the world do I keep my grandkids sane and safe and possibly holy through this? And every step in between. Because, you know, as you were saying, Greg, it's always worrying. There's so much out there that can harm our children, that can take them off of God's path that can drive us absolutely crazy with frustration that it's it's not easy to do in the first place and it's really not easy to do it in any kind of isolation and as you were saying Greg being Catholic parents is harder than just being parents because there's so much more concern we we're not just parenting to get through the day We're parenting to get our whole family into eternity with Christ. That's a pretty tall order. And there's not a lot of tutoring out there on just how to do that. And there's not a lot of community to back us up and help us. You know, years ago, people felt, a couple of generations ago, like they had a community. Parishes were very close. 
relatives lived near each other. One of my best friends still lives in that kind of situation. We live in a very lovely, smaller town. Her family's been here for generations. Her kids still live in this town. Her grandkids are in this town. And they're, they all help each other out. They share the faith. They go to the same church. That's really unusual, And it's so unusual. I was just talking to her about it yesterday. I thought I absolutely cherish what they have. Most of us would love that. Most of us don't have it. But that's why we're here on More to Life today and every day, to help you to have that Catholic community, those answers you need, the support you need in being the Catholic family you want to be and to answer those challenging questions that are maybe bothering you or driving you absolutely nuts give us a call today here on more to life at 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 of course we handle questions like this every day on catholic home i mentioned uh, it's catholic hom households on mission that's because we have a a wonderful uh, website and app actually it's a it's a place where families like you get together every day to talk about family life uh, catholic parenting and all the challenges that we face and if you'd like to check it out go to catholichom.com it stands for households on mission that's catholichom.com it's really that online support community that has everything for you community of other faithful catholics who are all trying to have faithful catholic homes family lives together resources in abundance even a monthly calendar where you can just pick it up look at it and do something fun or celebrate a feast day or a saint's day without even having to think about it and it's daily, all there for well, you. and daily expert support too from That's our right. whole team of coaches and, and pastoral counselors so check it out if you're interested catholichom.com but you don't have to wait you can give us a call right now at 877-573 7825 and ask your questions about raising your kids at every age and stage including those adult kids and creating a more faithful loving connected and caring catholic family life again that's 877-573-7825 every day on more to life we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of saint john paul's theology of the body and for folks who don't know what that is uh, when he was pope saint john paul gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years on how god's fingerprints on creation reveal his plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier holier relationships the theology of the body reminds us that families are a school of love and virtue where we all learn to live life as a gift and that parents are the most important teachers in this school of love. Parenting is hard and it's tempting to just settle for getting through the day with our kids. But Catholic parents are called to do so much more. The theology of the body reminds us that parenting is actually one of the most important ministries in the church because it's the primary way the next generation of Christian disciples is formed. The world needs loving, responsible, godly people. Can't we see that everywhere we look? God has commissioned Catholic parents to give the world what it needs. That's right, and it's a big job, of course, but the more we can approach parenting in a prayerful, thoughtful, intentional, graceful manner, 
the more we're able to fulfill our mission as Catholics, to let God change the world through our families by raising that next generation of faithful, courageous, loving, responsible, godly men and women. Now, you know, look, none of us know how to do that perfectly, right? And no matter how well we think we were raised by our parents, none of us are saints yet, and none of us knows how to raise a saint, which is exactly what we're called to do. So we've all got a lot to learn. And that's why every day, especially when we're struggling, we need to turn to our Heavenly Father and pray, Lord, teach me how to be the parent you want me to be in this moment. And all day, every day, help me respond to my kids in ways that will glorify you. Help me be my best self and bring out the best in my kids. Give me your love and grace and let my kids experience your love and grace through me. The more we can pray that, the more we give God the opportunity to lead us and help us become the parents he created us to be and raise the kids he created us to raise. Well, let's take your calls about this challenge at 877-573-7825 right after we take our concerns to the Lord. In the name of the Father, Father, the the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, parenting is hard, and we are so concerned about our children, just as you are concerned about yours. And so we ask you to show us how to be the parents you want us to be. Teach us how to be your face of love to our kids. Teach us how to communicate your grace to them so that we aren't relying on our own power or how we were raised, but how you would have us love our children and help them become everything you created them to be. Help us to hear your voice, teaching us how to respond to them, showing us how to grow healing the wounds that we have that get in the way of our ability to be effective parents and building stronger connection with our kids so that by capturing their hearts, we can bring those hearts to you. Show us how to create strong, faithful, loving, caring, and connected Catholic households on mission, that mission to love and serve each other as you love and serve us. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in the name in of the, the Father, Father, the, the Son, Son, and, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, uh, your Catholic home. It's H-O-M, and we it stands for Households on Mission. We're talking about how to be a strong, confident Catholic parent and, and create a strong, confident, <laughs> raise strong, confident Catholic kids. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. If you've got questions about parenting your kids at any age or stage, from infancy through school age kids to teens and young adults, we're here to help you with those parenting questions and find out what it takes to create a more faithful, loving, connected, and caring Catholic family life. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Let's talk now with Heather, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Missouri. Hey, Heather, welcome to More to Life, listening on Covenant Catholic Radio. How's it going today? Hi, good. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Certainly. I'm calling about my oldest son. Last year was his freshman year of college, and he was doing okay, um, but he, he, we found out spring semester he failed his classes. And he just all of wasn't them, trying or, to work. Mm. All but one. Yeah. Wow. And so this summer, we were like, okay, well, let's 
let's just move forward. Let's take the classes again virtually. Um, you can replace them. Maybe you can get your scholarship back, get off academic probation. You know, it was a misstep. We've learned from it. Let's move forward. Um, so sure. he was taking online classes this summer and was doing okay and was turning stuff in. I was kind of monitoring him. And then halfway through the semester, started to, like, step misstep and didn't turn a couple things in and then started really shutting me out and not wanting me to ask him about it. And so once the semester ended, I found out he failed all those classes as well. Um, so then we were like, okay, well, it's not a good decision to return to school because clearly this isn't working, so we need to come up with a new plan. Um, well, he barely talks to us. He says like five words to us. He's not going back to school. He does not work, doesn't seem to want to work, and he just sits in his room in our basement most of the time besides going so uh, he's to depressed the gym. i mean this uh, this is this is this is clinical depression that you're describing what what is and and so it's it's not a matter of him you know being lazy or he's self sabotaging because he's depressed any 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 idea what's going on in his life that he's so afraid to to grow up and get on with things no but i I have a feeling that maybe this has been going on um prior to going off to school and you know um, he has friends, and he'll go meet them at the gym, or he'll go with them occasionally. But he just, yeah, it's been a, it's been a couple of years that he's really shut us out. And I was concerned that maybe depression's going on. But when he's around the family, he seems okay. He's, um, he's well, you know, but you're saying he's shutting seem... you out, and he's not, he's not talking. So I mean, that things aren't okay, right? So I mean, yeah, I think I think your instincts here are right, Heather. That that he has been depressed for a while, and. Um, he doesn't know how to communicate that. Uh, a lot of young men don't, um, and so they, they they show it in their behavior, specifically by self sabotaging. Um, you know, and and you know, then then sometimes as parents, you know, we 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 kind of chalk it up to maybe laziness or lack of motivation or, or transition in his age or all of these things. And certainly, if you look around as kids go from high school to college and then try to get through their first year, there's a lot of stuff going on. And you can even talk to other parents, and they're like, "Oh yeah, mine's going through something like that too." So we we have a tendency to think maybe it's just a transitional thing. But but the thing of this is, you know, he's he's not just self sabotaging. He's actually He's he's kind of he's pushing you away when you try to help because what he's saying there in in that behavior is I I don't want to succeed I, there's there's some reason that I can't move on in my life there's something that I have to resolve from the last couple of years at least you know from my childhood um, that that won't let me leave and if I if I do well in my classes then that means I have to go on with my life without resolving those things now i can't imagine i don't know what those things are i don't have enough information and we don't have the time to explore that but that's what your f focus has to be and when and i want you actually to seek out family counseling right because Definitely. because he's not you know first of all um young men don't do well in individual counseling they just don't um they they, they don't want to admit that they have a problem they don't want to follow through on things so he's going to need you guys to help him have the accountability to follow through on things and get to the appointments and and know how to support him. Uh, secondly, you know exactly you, you need to know how to support him, how to have those conversations, what kinds of boundaries to set, how to encourage him and support him, uh, because it's really cha challenging to know how to support a, a young person who's dealing with depression, which I'm almost certain that he absolutely is. So I really want to encourage you to seek local family counseling. Um, to and and he's not going to want to do it, okay? But here's the thing, you know, if if he can't if he had cancer and he didn't want to go to the doctor, 
you'd get him there. Exactly. And you have to treat this the same way because this is a cancer. This depression is a cancer that will ruin his life. You know, that will prevent him from ever moving out and ever getting on with things. And I I don't mean to be alarmist, Heather, but if it's this bad that he is really just flushing his life at this point, there are too many parents who have suffered with this ending even worse. That it's not just a stagnant life, but the life ends up ending because the, the depression gets too bad. So begging you here to get into family counseling and make the appointment and make him go. Whatever it takes to make yeah, him it go. This is the hill to die on. Make him go. This exactly. is the hill to die on. So whatever, whatever conflict you have to create, whatever, however uncomfortable you have to make him, however mad you have to make him at you, whatever, whatever, you, whatever tension you have to create in your family, make it happen. Um, because that's what's going to save him here. And that's only, the only thing that's going to help. Heather, thank you so much for the call. Uh, I wish I had better news for you, but, but if you can follow through with this, I, I, the good news is that these kinds of things are very, very treatable. Uh, and, and, and people do respond to the yes. treatment. But you, you have to be part of the process. You can't just tell him to go get help. He won't do it. Thanks for the call, Heather. 877-573-7825. We're talking with you today about parenting at every age and stage, whether you've got littles or school-age kids, teens or adult kids. Parenting is always hard, and we never stop worrying. Let us help. Call in with your questions about parenting at every age and stage and what it takes to create a more faithful, loving, connected, and caring Catholic family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. When we come back... In addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Damon Owens from Joyful Ever After. He'll be sharing some insights from the theology of the body on how we can embrace God's plan for family life. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when more to life continues after the break. The wisdom of Mother Angelica. The devil will always do his best to tempt you into sin until you get to that place where you love sin. That's what he wants. He wants you down there with him. And not because he loves you, he hates you. When you do what the enemy tempts you to do, he does it out of pure hatred. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling. 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plans, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton, some of our children. I'll tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to setonhome.org. That is setonhome.org. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. 
Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today we're talking about parenting on our show titled Your Catholic Home. And whether you've got littles or school-age kids, teens or young adults, we want to help you parent more effectively and create a more loving, connected, caring, faithful Catholic family life. 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Damon Owens. He and his wife, Melanie, are the founders and directors of JoyfulEverAfter.org, a Theology of the Body-based marriage ministry. Hey, Damon, welcome to More to Life. Oh, it was great to be with you guys. Hope you go well today. Always Always good to have you with us. And you wanted to share some insights from the Theology of the Body on how it helps us identify God's plan for parenting and family life. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, um, Melanie and I are students of yours, and I've been for a long time. Both of you all are such a gift, and certainly now with the Catholic Home uh, app and community. So I really much in this topic consider ourselves students of yours. But I will share the the gifting that we do receive from the Theology of the Body and John Paul II, and really our faith. And that's you know, when we parent, when we marry, you know, these great things that we share with the broader culture, our Christian faith really gives us more than just uh, guideposts, more than just moral law, more than just tasks or skills. It really should give us a different vision. And that's that's one of the gifts that, you know, we look at the natural world, we look at others, we look at things that happen by their nature, you know, um, falling in love, having children, uh, raising them, wanting to be good by some standard. But the Christian gift, really, as parents, is inviting our kids to what we call a supernatural vision. It's being able to see that the, the visible world here was created within the greater, broader, more real, invisible world uh, where we're called to, to our destiny. It's our origin and our destiny. What that means is that we see things, we experience things, we smell, touch, taste in a very sensual way. But our vision is one that is much broader and wider than the rest of the world. So we parent in a way that invites our children to see the fullness of reality, to see the invisible spiritual world that this visible world serves. So we parent with a broader vision, and the ups and downs gives us really just the, a, a joy, and it should give us a peace that we're doing something more than others. Well, you know, as as I'm listening to you, you know, what, what I'm I'm hearing in my head the kind of the common refrain that we often hear, you know, oh, I was parented this way and I turned out okay, mm. and and what you know, but what you're really saying is, you know, whether we turned out okay or not, um, the, the the God has a, a broader, a bigger vision for what we're called to do than just turning out okay. We're called to be saints and raise saints, right? And the theology of the body helps us keep our focus on that bigger picture, so that you know, yes, we have to you know keep the kids from lighting the dog on fire and you know <laughs> causing all the problems that kids do but but with that bigger vision in mind at the same time the vision absolutely and what that vision gives us is uh, a peace that this is what we're made for so we're not fighting against even when we feel we're fighting against the stream of the common culture the, the world culture we're actually becoming what who god created us to be and you can only understand that what is okay what is good, what is holy, what is saintly, mm -hmm. when you have that supernatural vision. It, not only does it give you an understanding of that, but I think it can give you a courage 
and a tenacity yes. to get you through the every day. I mean, come on. You know, you and Melanie and Greg and I have been friends for a long time. We've seen each other through a lot of mm. stuff over the years. And yep. how many times have the things that we've dealt with would have just laid us out if we didn't have faith and people of faith to pray with us. But when you've got that faith and you've got that eternal vision it it allows you to tap into the grace of God and a purpose in a way that you just really don't want to or don't have the tenacity for if you're not in relationship with God, right? What's your reflection So beautiful, on that? so beautiful, so beautiful. You know, there's a phrase people hear all the time that says, you don't want to be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good, right? Mm-hmm. But we, we want to be so heavenly minded that we're, we're, we, we're earthly better, <laughs> right? Oh, so I it's, like that. It's, it's a both and where we have things we're able to see things so clearly through that supernatural vision to what God sees that we say, you know what, this is what we're made for. And regardless of what the lower horizon of, of the natural world pulls us to, you know, we have the sight. We have the courage, as you said. We've got the uh, really a joy. It really is a joy that says we belong irreplaceably to the God who created first the super the invisible world and this created world so that we can live in that other world perfectly so it's both yeah, and as, it's, and it's, as it's, you're saying all that it's it's reminding me of you know saint john paul just always reminded us that um you know who we are is you know yes what we are right now but also what we're called to be all at the same yes. time and by keeping yes. both of those things in in mind at the same time especially when it comes to parenting we're reminded always of the opportunity god is giving us to grow as parents to become who he created us to be and how to facilitate our children's growth into who he's calling them to be damon thank you so much for being with us always a pleasure and if folks would like to learn more about your good work i encourage them to go to joyfuleverafter.org that's joyfuleverafter.org and we are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled Your Catholic Home. It stands for Household on Mission. And we actually, every day at CatholicHOM.com, are taking parenting questions and giving you the resources and the community support that you need to raise godly kids and build a more faithful, caring, connected, and loving Catholic home. Check it out at CatholicHOM.com. But you don't have to wait. You can call us right here. Right now at 877-573-7825, whether you've got littles, those infants and toddlers, those school-age kids that you're sending back to school now, or teens and young adult kids, we are here to help you with all those parenting questions that we all face at every age and stage, and talk about what it takes to create a more faithful, loving, connected, and caring Catholic family life. The number once again, 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. That's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Back with your calls right after this. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. We are in an age where the culture is taking over so strongly, and we need to be effective communicators, one on one, online, in interviews, phone conversations doesn't mean that every person is going to have a degree, that every person is going to know how to do a podcast, but we need to first form ourselves in prayer and know the faith and then at least know something. If we're going to be evangelizing and out there on whatever platform on a regular basis, but are we making sure that we are doing it to the best of our ability, prayerfully, but also in a way to communicate effectively? 
How do we get that message across? How are we approaching people? Are we being kind? Are we giving them accurate information? Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Father Benedict Groeschel. I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible for the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism? This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, or courageous, or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. We parents are only human, and that's a good thing. But it also means that sometimes we say and do things around our family that we wish we hadn't. When that happens, have you ever considered apologizing to your child or spouse? It doesn't have to be a big deal. You can say something like, you know, I can tell I really hurt you when I yelled at you earlier today. I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? Some parents worry that apologizing might undermine their authority. But for Christians, true authority isn't about power and control. Rather, it flows from trusting, healthy relationships. Asking forgiveness helps to build that good kind of authority. It shows our kids that our relationship with them is based on love, truth, and generosity. Most importantly, it shows that God is the ultimate authority in our home. When God rules our lives, we don't need to constantly project some false image of our own perfection. We can admit our mistakes because our identity and worth are rooted in our inherent dignity as God's beloved children, a dignity that doesn't depend on our perfection, but rather on God's limitless love for us. To get more help and resources, visit catholiccounselors.com. Back, folks, you are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today our show is titled Your Catholic Home. That's H-O-M. It stands for Households on Mission. And every day at CatholicHOM.com, we are supporting families just like you with their questions about parenting and creating a more loving, connected, and caring Catholic family life. With tons of resources, our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches is there to take questions. We've got courses on effective parenting and living your faith at home. Check it out, catholichom.com. But you don't have to go there. You can also just give us a call at 877 573 We're taking your questions about parenting Kids at every age and stage, from infancy to young adulthood and everywhere in between, 877-573-7825. And, of course, that includes those adult kids that, you know, you're still parenting. You're still having that relationship with. You're still trying to guide and influence 
and you're maybe concerned also about how your grands are turning out. We're here to help you live now with your particular situation. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Angela, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Angela. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hello. Um, well, I'll start with my husband is, is mentally ill. I mean, he's actually full on full disability, mentally ill, paranoia. That only okay. started severely about five years ago when our youngest was about 12. Before that, he just seemed a little grumpy. Me and my kids, when I was driving to school, always prayed for him every morning. Not just him, but, you know, a litany of people. But, um, you know, Dad also, you know, in his struggles, it was a good thing. But now he has, none of them, they're all out of the house. None of them really, they'll respond now and then, but they very strange relationship. My husband is like, oh, they hate me. I don't want to. Um, I've always been the middleman. Do I, I mean, but he's still, you know, mentally ill and, and has hard time seeing things mm-hmm. in, a good, in the right light. It's, yeah. it's psychosis part two. Do I encourage the kids to try to have a relationship with him? Do I encourage him to? Do I just leave it be alone? Can I ask? Otherwise, kids talk to me all the time. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. What kind of relationship do they have with you? They have a good relationship with me. And in terms of their their relationship with their father, I mean, have, have they... Are they avoiding him because it's difficult for them to relate to him, or, or are they just sort of avoiding him because he doesn't reach out to them? Like, what's the, what's or, the dynamic? Or is, are there um, times where he's, he's actually abusive or dangerous, you know, even verbally? Emotionally, yes. Emotionally, he's been a verbally abusive. Not extremely, but enough that he just seems like a jerk sometimes. But he's yeah. been getting better at that, like, the last three years or so. I'm talking to them very well, but I think they're still reserved because... They you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, so they don't right, entirely right. trust that this is real change, you know. Sure, sure. Well, okay. So here's what I would I would suggest to you. I'm really glad that you have a good relationship with the kids, that they talk to you all the time. That that's that's going to be um, so important. Um, it'd be a different story if they were avoiding you as well. So. You know, I don't. I don't want you to push the relationship. I mean, I, I think that you want to, you know, kind of look for opportunities to just sort of share what their father is doing to cooperate with this treatment and get better. And say, you know, to be able to say, you know, I've really been noticing that he's been doing a little bit better there. I understand why you you might not trust that, and it's perfectly okay. Um, you know, so, but, but the point the point being that you want to give them permission. Um, to have their boundaries and know that you're respecting those boundaries because the more you can do that, the more they'll relax and and recognize that, well, you know, if things don't go well, you know, mom is going to be able to step in and, and, and because she recognizes that she's not pushing me to do something that I'm not ready for or not comfortable with so I don't have to have my backup or my defenses up around her. Right. What, what Blatt will do is allow them to have a sense of being able to trust you where you're allowing them to be who they need to be and have the boundaries they need to have because these are children who have been traumatized by this throughout their lives. And we carry childhood trauma throughout our lives and only learn how to deal with it. It doesn't just simply go away. But if you're not pushing them, they'll learn to trust you because you're just reporting to them, this is how dad is cooperating with his treatment this is what we're seeing happen in terms of progress. 
then they get to deal with it, but they're also building that trust with you with the long view of if dad continues to be able to work with treatment and with professionals that can ease some of these symptoms and make him easier to be around, they will one day come to that because of the trust you've built with them. Um, I, you didn't ask this, but I want to throw this out. You know, you mentioned in passing that your husband will sometimes say, oh, the kids hate me. Um, and I understand, you know, that that's coming from some of the mental illness and it's coming from his frustration. But I, I, would, I would encourage you to gently challenge him on that when he says those things. I, I, because what he's wanting you to do is say, no, no, honey, they don't hate you. They, and, and he's wanting to know that everything's okay. And I think it, it's important to let him know that things aren't okay. Um, it's not that they don't hate him. It's that they're, they're afraid of him and that his behavior has been erratic in the past and that he's, he hasn't always gotten the treatment that he needed or cooperated with it the, the way he needed to. Um, and because of that, you know, the, the relationship with the kids is damaged. But the more he cooperates with his treatment, the more he does his therapy, the more he works on himself, um, the more his kids want to have a relationship with him. And, and I, would, I would tell him that whenever he says that, oh, the kids hate me. It's like, honey, they, they, they don't trust you. They're afraid of you because you've not always been as faithful to your treatment as you needed to be and were not, didn't always work on yourself as hard as you needed to work. But the more you do that, the more you become a healthy and stable person, uh, the more you, they, you can show them that you're trustworthy and that you have control over your emotions as best you can, the more they're going to want to come around. And I, I would go one step further with that. You say exactly what Greg is saying, but then if he's in that place where he's like, oh, the kids hate me, and then, then you, you say that to him, and then you say, so what can we do today to, to make you one step better? You know, is it that we, you know, you need an appointment? Is it that we need to get out of the house and get you a different perspective? What can we do today? Or is it even that you maybe need to text the kids and tell them that you were thinking about them and that you love them? Perhaps. You but know, but come <laughs> on, don't just leave it with they, they don't trust you, but if you keep working the plan. The next step after saying that, which is vital, the next step is to give him something, even a tiny baby step to work in that direction in that moment because that will give him that lifeline to continue to make that progress. Words won't even be enough, even important words like those. You need something linked to it that he can do one thing to work the plan that he's working to get better. Angela, thank you so much for the call. And if there's more we can do to support you, you know where to find us. 877-573-7825. Today on More to Life, we are talking to you about parenting on our show titled Catholic Home. Parenting's a tough job. Being a Catholic parent's even tougher. Do you have parenting questions about kids, whether they are infants and toddlers, school-age kids, and, you know, we're all going back to school if you're not there yet, <laughs> um, teens, young adult kids, the fact is, we never stop parenting, and we never stop worrying. So let us help. Call in with your parenting questions about, about with your kids of every age and stage, and also what it takes to create a more faithful, loving, connected, caring Catholic family life. 877-573-7825 is the number. Once again, that's 877-573-7825. We want to send out our congratulations today to a member of the EWTN radio family. Prince of Peace Radio in Palm City and Stewart, Florida is celebrating their 16th year with EWTN. That's phenomenal, guys. Congratulations to Hans Krug and his team at WJPP. 
from all of us at EWTN. And listeners, wherever you are tuning into Catholic Radio, make sure you're supporting your local Catholic station with your prayers, certainly, and with your dollars, because Catholic Radio needs to keep going and growing stronger in order to support you in living a more faithful and abundant life. Again, thank you, Prince of Peace Radio in Palm City and Stuart Florida. God bless you guys. And we are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825 about parenting today on More to Life. Whether you've got infants and toddlers, school-age kids, teens or adult kids, we want to help you be a more confident parent, raising godly, faithful kids, and building a more faithful, loving, connected, and caring Catholic family life. The number, 877-573-7825. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day comes to us from Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 7. You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and with your whole being and with your whole strength. Take to heart these words. Keep repeating them to your children. Recite them when you are home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you get up again. You know this is uh, what 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 the Jewish people call the Shema. It's it's the the hero Israel, the Lord of God is one, and then it goes on from there to love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and strength and everything we just read. And, and it's and it's really the mission for Catholic parents, Christian parents too, because it's all about remembering our kids aren't ours. You know, our kids belong to God, and He lends them to us for a time, so that we can show His love to them and lead them to Him. And this verse reminds us of that mission that's more important than anything. And what I love very much about it is it tells us how to do it. You know, repeat these words to your children. Recite them when you're at home and when you're away and when you lie down and when you get up. And that doesn't mean nag them to death. That means to live your faith so that God is another person in your family life. That you're always talking about how he's affecting your life, where he blessed you today, the prayers that you're taking to him. And not just talking, not but just, really, really that the kids can feel that the faith is the source of the warmth in your home. That's right. So that God is actually another member of your family, not just that you have prayer time, but that, that, that you think of God as the most important member of your household, the, the member that loves you all the most and knows you the best and can lead you to that abundant life and that close family relationship we all long for. In fact, that's the work we do every day at CatholicHOM.com, where we support parents and give in, in, with the resources that you need, the community that you need, and the expert support. So check it out at CatholicHOM.com. But we're taking your calls right here, right now, at 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. We're talking about parenting today. Whether you've got infants and toddlers, school-age kids, teens or adult kids, we want to help you be a more confident parent, raising godly, faithful, confident Catholic kids. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. More to life will continue with your questions about parenting and family life after these messages. This Ave Maria program is brought to you in part by the nonprofit CMF Curo. Your search for affordable health care stops here. Since 2014, CMF Curo has provided Catholics with affordable health care sharing that goes beyond insurance. With programs that cost less than many COBRA and ACA-sponsored plans, CMF Curo is a Catholic health sharing experience that enables you to live fully alive while saving money. Call 1-833-GET-CURO to find affordable Catholic health care now. That's 1-833-GET-CURO. Do you have a lonely brain? 
I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Loneliness, only enhanced during the pandemic, can actually help alter certain brain patterns, which can lead to various mental health issues like anxiety and depression. Your physical health can be challenged. Even with social media, loneliness is described as an epidemic. Loneliness can be complex, and there's a stigma associated with it. But mindfulness training, what you and I may call quiet and holy time, has been shown to combat loneliness. Pray more. Breathe deeply. Increase your list of friends. Even force being more social. Don't be afraid to gather or appropriately touch others. A hug or a fist bump can signal that you are present with somebody. Let's not forget our priests and religious sisters and brothers. When was the last time you hugged your priest? If you sense somebody you know is lonely, ask them how you can help. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on the lonely brain at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. So glad to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Your Catholic Home, and we are talking about parenting and how to build a more loving, faithful, connected, caring Catholic household on mission to love each other like Christ loves you. 877-573-7825. Do you have questions about parenting at whatever age or stage from infancy to young adulthood? 877-573-7825. Greg, we got a message here from Jamie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. And she said, my sister and I have daughters one year apart. They are 16 and 15 years old. They don't get along, and it drives my sister and I crazy. Our question is, how do we deal with family gatherings and things like that when they have to be together? They will just snipe at each other make everything difficult for everyone and it just gets in the way of our being a family my sister and i love each other dearly and we don't know what to do and that's jamie in michigan well so what i'd like you to do um is is before you before they get together you know um you talk to your daughter about what are the most difficult things about being with her cousin um and really talk through what it is that she needs to do to handle those situations more effectively. You know, and, and don't just kind of settle for, you know, hey, don't you know, be nice to your cousin, right? <laughs> you know, don't don't just settle for, you know, don't don't make waves when you, when you see your cousin. It really get at the heart of it. Okay, what g- give me an example, daughter, of the, you know, the 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 top four things, five things that that she does that drive you crazy. And let's talk about how to handle those things. 
All right, and, and, and don't just lecture, really ask, you know, how do you think that you could handle that better? What would be a way that you could deal with that frustrating thing that your cousin does or that irritating thing that she says? And, and coach her through it. You know, again, don't lecture her. Make her do the work of thinking through it. Uh, because, you know, we often want to give kids the answer uh, and then it doesn't work. And then we feel like, well, we told them and they didn't do it. Yeah. But, but the reason it doesn't work is because you, you can't ever just tell somebody to do a thing and have them do it. They have to figure it out and they have to put the energy into actually making the solution themselves so they can follow through with it. Um, then the next step there is, is ask, okay, well, let's, let's throw a wrench into this. Okay, that's what you could try. But let's say it didn't work. You know, how, imagine for a minute, how could that go wrong? What would you do then? Right? And, then and then brainstorm that. Try to go at least, at least two levels deep into this, if, if not three, where you're coaching her specifically on how to respond to the most irritating things that her cousin does, uh, walking through the resistance that she might encounter as she tries to handle things in that more effective, mature, graceful way. And you might even want to role play it. You know, be the cousin. Right. And, and, and do the thing Say it so, so that you have the chance to actually see how she says it, what tone she says it in, the, 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 the way she hand, carries herself so that you can really help her be confident and do it the way she needs to do it. Uh, again, I, I think that we have a tendency to, to tell ourselves this is going to be fine this time. It, it's going to be fine. You know, we, we forget that, you know, it wasn't fine last time. It wasn't fine the time before that. It wasn't time before that. And son of a gun, if it's not fine this time again. Who does, no who magic, it? they're going to get along now, Ferry. Came along and fixed it between last time and this time. And, and, and really, th- this, you know, this, this idea is at the heart of what we call discipleship discipline, uh, which is rooted in the teachings of St. John Bosco uh, in his preventative system, where, you know, when he was working with the kids in his school, um, he always focused on what do I need to do to teach them and support them in demonstrating the virtues I want to see. It was never enough to just say to the kids, behave. It was how do I help them and teach them and support them in showing the behavior that I want them to exhibit. And and so by following that witness of St. John Bosco, you're able to really coach and mentor your daughter in handling this very difficult situations that she doesn't know how to deal with with her cousin. And I, I would strongly recommend, Jamie, since you know, you're mentioning that this drives both you and your sister crazy and, and that you care about each other very deeply, for her to do the same in her own home with her daughter. You know, download the podcast later, let her hear it so she knows exactly how to do it. And make sure you're both keeping an eye on not vilifying the other person. Both the girls need to be working on what they can do differently when they get irritated by anyone. This isn't just their cousin. This is a life skill. They're going to need to get along with roommates in the future, spouses in the future, other employees in a business together in the future. So they both need to be working on how they can handle it differently when somebody, in this case their cousin, irritates them. The other thing is that you and your sister need to make a commitment to each other, not to vilify or take sides for the other person's, you know, against the other person's child. That you two want to make it out of this as close sisters, as a family, so that you can continue this even when the girls have matured more and have better skills at getting along. Just because they're family members doesn't mean they're automatically going to be best friends. But if you can really have them both work on how to handle it differently, 
then they can start to grow into those skills and you and your sister can still remain close. All right. Thanks for the question. If there's more we can do to support you, you know where to find us. 877-573-7825. We're taking questions about parenting today on More to Life. Whether you've got infants or toddlers, teens or young adult kids, we want to help you be a more confident Catholic parent raising godly, faithful Catholic kids. 877-573-7825. Greg, Teresa in Texas says, my, my 23-year-old son's girlfriend is often demeaning of him. He, if, she doesn't, if he doesn't do what she says, she gets mean and actually does manipulative things in front of our whole family. There can be big things or small things, but if he doesn't get up and do exactly what she asks, such as get her a, a pop, she calls him lazy in front of everyone. She throws temper tantrums if she doesn't get her way. I'm concerned because now he's talking about proposing to her. I think he's being bullied into proposing to her by her. What can I do as his mother? Well, obviously, you have to tread lightly, um, certainly, but it's, it's always painful when we watch our adult kids uh, you know, entering into relationships that we have serious concerns about. Um, and when, in terms of treading lightly, the best way I could, I could suggest approaching your son about this is to say to him, um, you know, I, I think she's got a lot of great qualities, and even name a couple. You know, she's really good about this. You might have I can to dig see, a little deep. I, but... yeah, I can see that you, you really love her because of this and that. But, but the one thing I, I'm, you know... I, I and I hope this is true for your family, but but you know you can say you know the one thing that we always really valued as a family was respect and speaking to each other kindly and respectfully, and sometimes I see her not doing that, and and I guess I, I wonder, you know, are you having how do you feel about that, right? You know, asking asking him to really reflect on it, you know, and do you ever feel like you know you wish you could say something or or, or really help her speak to you differently or treat you differently? ask the question don't say you know i think she really treats you poorly because that's going to get his back up he's going to get defensive and he's going to choose her over you every time but if you if you give him a chance to reflect on the behavior and say you know i was just observing this and i wonder you know i wonder because how you feel about it because it kind of hurts my heart to see her talk to you that way but i was wondering how, how do you deal with that and what do you think about it and and she, you know, he might say, well, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, we get along fine. Sometimes she gets you know, a little nervous around you or whatever. And you're like, well, okay, I can understand that. But but like when she does that, I mean, do you feel like you know how to respond to her in ways that that help you feel respected or you know that you that she's willing to listen to? You know, again, asking the leading questions to really get him to do the work of thinking through it, like we were talking about with our previous caller. You know, so the more you're able to just ask those questions to coach him toward a healthier response, the more open he'll be. If you come at him with, with too direct an approach that's critical of her, he's going to shut down right away. We do have uh, more advice on this kind of topic in our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Our Adult Sons and Daughters. You can check it out at CatholicCounselors.com. And listeners, thank you so much for being with us today. That's all the time we've got. But if you've got more parenting questions, you can check out the resources we have at CatholicCounselors.com, including learning more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage 
family or personal life through God's grace. That's CatholicCounselors.com. If you're looking for more support, daily support on being an effective Catholic parent and creating a more faithful Catholic home, check out CatholicHOM.com to get the resources and support you need to build a more loving, caring, connected Catholic household on mission. You're listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.